This is a teaching message from Church of the Living Water of Austin. Amen. Now, we have been up until this point uh, regularly starting off by giving a definition of marriage and the covenant of marriage. Uh, But given the question today, and again, remembering that we did minister on the entire family, the entire family, we're not going to go over the definition of marriage to begin with. But here's the question that we are going to deal with today. All right. Does the role of the child, as it pertains to their relationship with the parents, change at all when the child leaves the home? Let me read that again. The question is, does the role of the child as it pertains to their relationship with the parents, change at all when the child leaves the home. So we're going to take some time to answer this question this morning. Amen. So um, we're looking at this question and talking about the role of the child and the parent, the role of the child when they leave home. So let's go over to Ephesians chapter 6. And we're just going to read um, the first three verses there. So Ephesians chapter 6, we're going to look at verses 1 through 3. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So we take a look at this, and in looking at this question, once again, these are anonymous questions, so we don't know if the parent asked this, we don't know if the child asked this. But you have to realize that the parent-child relationship, you're, you're always going to be, if you're a parent, you're always going to be your children's parent. If you're a child, you're always going to be your parent's child. doesn't matter the age. Now, I understand this question because as you grow up, there are certain things that your parents do for you. You know, you think about when you're born, your parents do everything for you. They feed you, they clothe you, they bathe you. As you get older, certain things change. And you take on more physical responsibilities for yourself. You start to do certain things for yourself. And then as you get even older and more mature, you move out of their house. But the thing about it is, in these first two verses here, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Obey your parents because God said so. That's right, because God said it. And then you honor your father and your mo- your mother which is the first commandment with promise. And we talked about, we've been talking about the promises of God in, um, in Sunday morning. So make sure, since we're reading that, that you go back and you revisit that, what God is saying about his promises and, and your, your part in that. But as children, you're always to honor and respect your parents. It doesn't matter where you live, how old you are, you're always to honor and respect your parents. So as you take on more responsibility, as you grow and you mature and you become an adult and you take on adult responsibilities and your living arrangements change, you don't live in the house with your parents anymore. Maybe you got married. Maybe you just were old enough and you, you were financially stable and you could go and move out of your parents' home. For whatever reason, you don't live with any, them anymore. But if you notice here, it says in the scripture, the standard of God is that you honor and you obey your parents. So when we look at verse 1, we see the word obey. And we think of obey, somebody tells you to do, do something, you do it. That's true, but obedience is really you accept something. So when you are obeying your parents, you accept their guidance and their discipline because they are God's representatives. So remember, we're always going to come from the standard of God here. 
So you as a child, you are accepting and taking the guidance and the discipline of your parents because they represent, represent God. And remember, God is the authority. So God gives the parents commandments as to how to raise their children. So, you know, it's not like the parents can just do whatever they want to do. They have a God-given responsibility as to how to raise their children. So God tells the parents, this is what you do. This is how you raise your children. This is how you nurture them. This is how you discipline them. This is how you teach them. He says when to teach them, how to teach them. So God gives them direct things on how to teach the children. And what the children are to do is they are to take that guidance and they are to take that discipline and obey. So as you get older, you leave your parents home. The way they teach you and the way that they guide you and the way that they discipline you will be different. So you think about it. When you were, let's say, five years old, the way that your parents disciplined you and the way that they taught you was different than when you were 15. Then you got to 20, and it was still discipline, and it was still, um, it was still teaching. The thing about it is, like, I'm in my 40s. I still get teaching. I still get discipline from my mother. No, I don't live with my mother, but there are things that she tells me. There are things that she says to me. My father passed away years ago, but there are still things that he taught me that I still heed to because it comes up in my mind. Because their teaching changes as I grow, but that as a parent, they're never going to stop being a godly example. So the role, what, what their responsibility does not change. So the parents always should be a godly example to their children. Now, when the child leaves home, so you're, you're of age, you leave home, your living arrangements change, you no longer live with your parents. They don't tell you what time to wake up. They don't tell you when to take a bath. All those things that they told you growing up, now things have changed. But the thing about it is the standard of God never changed. You may, you may, as you grow up, you know, I remember growing up, I ate dinner at the dinner table. We are, the family ate dinner at the dinner table. When I started living by myself, I ate in the living room because it was just me. Now, you may change things like that, those little natural rules and natural traditions, but the standard of God does not change. So when we look at verse 2, so you continue to live by the, the standard of God. So in verse 2, it talks about honoring your father and your mother. So the word honor... Want to make sure you understand these things because it's going to show you, it's going to give you an outline, it's going to give you the parameters that you work with as you grow older and you think, okay, well, I'm not a child anymore, but you're still your parent's child. The responsibility that God has set upon you as a child in that relationship is still, is still going to, you still have some stuff to do. So you're going to honor your parents. Well, what does it mean to honor? It means to show respect, give recognition, value them as precious. So you are going to respect your parents. You are going to give them recognition for what they have done and who God has told them, who God has set them in your life as. So God says you honor your parent, your mother and your father. You obey them. So you continue to do that even though you may not be in their home. Because the thing about it is now when you're young, yeah, you obey because you're, you're made to obey. But as you grow up, you start to learn that your parents, weren't just giving you these these guidelines and these disciplines and all these teachings just because they wanted to do that. They were doing what God told them to do. So in essence, you're honoring God by honoring your parents. The thing about it is as you grow up, this should happen. As you grow up and you start to see that, you start the the thoughts in your mind about your, your parents start to change. And you start realizing, you start seeing them as God's representatives. So as you honor them, you're, the honor is... Honor implies 
an action to show respect. So you're not just saying, oh, well, my parents told me to do this, so I did it. It is in your mind that, that my parents deserve respect because they are God's representatives. They reserve, uh, deserve honor. So that's shown in your actions. So honoring your parents means that your actions show that you value them, their guidelines, their disciplines. You value that as precious. So what they taught you and what they are teaching you, because your parents are still teaching you, even if you're outside the home, you still see their lives. And that, that's a big teacher. That's what's going on. So you're seeing them. You're valuing that as precious. It's influencing your life. Throughout your life, your parents, once, before, once when you were young, the influence was right there. It was direct. And it was always there. And it was like, do this, do this. You have to do that. So they were teaching you that way. So as you got older, you knew what to do. So now as you get older, that influence is still there. It may come in a different way. You know, they can't, they're not going to come over to your house and say, do this and do that, because they've got to handle their own business. But the influence and the respect is still there. So you're still taking their teaching. You're still taking their guidelines because God has told you to. Their, their influence is still there. So you may not be... I, I kind of think about it as maybe, I don't know who asked the question, but maybe it's some stuff you want to do that your parents didn't let you do. What does God say about it? Or maybe it's the parent who's saying, well, I don't think my child needs me because they're not outside. They don't live in my home anymore. No, that's not the case. You always need that teaching. You always need that guidance. That's why God put you there. So even if you have a disagreement with your parents, maybe maybe they're not in the will of God, you still honor and respect them. That doesn't mean you get outside the standard of God. It still means that you treat them as precious. You still love them. You still care for them. You know, I was thinking if, if your parents, maybe they aren't walking with God, and you see them and you like, well, they need to get it right. How, how, what kind of love and compassion would you show anybody else? You wouldn't just jump in their face and act all disrespectful. You, wouldn't, you shouldn't do that. That's not what the Word tells you to do. So that's how you still honor your parents that way. And you, then if, if they're not doing what God has said, then you live a life that shows them who God is. You never walk out of God's standard. You continue in God's standard. And God says, obey your parents. Honor and respect them. So your parents, godly parents, they give you discipline. They teach you what to do. They tell you what to do. Not because they're trying to to rule your life. Because they understand that those things are going to lead you to the nurture and admonition of God. That them giving you rules and things to obey are going to set you up. For success, It's going to teach you how to have self-discipline and all those things. So understand that it's the purpose of God. Now, the way it comes to you may be different because you may be older and you may not be with them 24-7 like you are when you're growing up and living in their home. But it really doesn't matter where you live or your address. You still have to do what God has told you to do. Amen. I'm sorry. Amen. Amen. So I really appreciate that, uh, Minister Castillo, because, again, we're just gonna, when you look at this question and talking about you know honor and for your children and children honoring their parents. It's really, this is go back to which we read here in Ephesians chapter 6. And starting in verse 1, again, I'm just going to jump on this as, as you went through it. So it says, children obey. I like that. Just bottom line, right? Children obey. And I like how Minister Steele said, your obedience is based on your acceptance of what your parents are saying. Understand that your parents has influence over you. That's, you know, your parents are the one you're around more than anybody else, right? So your parents have influence that's why they call them your parents right they're with you right and so children you got to obey your parents right so um in the lord for this is right that is your role everybody has their role 
So while you're trying to sit there and like debate about whether I should do this or not, God is very clear. Your role as a child is to obey your parents. That's it. We even see that with Jesus. He subjected himself to his parents. Right? And so you obey your parents. Uh, for this is right. Then it says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. That is all for you, children. And we all have parents. Honor and obey them. Right? Your father and your mother. Right? And I love that. Right? They all get equal obedience. All right? I just obey dad. I don't listen to mama. Or I just obey mama. I don't listen. They all get equal obedience. Obey. And then it gets into, now we get into the parents. Right? Because, again, we don't know who asked this question. But it says, And ye fathers, verse 4, Provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So now we see now fathers or parents, you have responsibility to bring your children up in the admonition and nurture of the Lord. That is the parents' responsibility. But let me say this to you children. Regardless if your parents are not bringing you up in the admonition of the Lord, you still bring them honor. You still show them value. Why? Because that's your dad. That's your mother. You show them respect. Right? Like Minister still said, that's showing value. That, that shows them that you, you honor them is when you respect them. Get this. Even when they're wrong, show your parents respect. You ain't got to always correct your parents. You know, when they're wrong, when they say something that, you know. Show them respect. That is right for you to do as a child. Right? And no matter what age you get to, no matter how grown you think you are, you always honor and respect your parents. For this is right and this is God's commandment. Right? And so let's look at this in, in the uh, Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6. Because I'm going to tell you, uh, as when children look at their parents, and I know I did the same thing with my parents, parents make it look easy. You know, you know, when they're running their home and they're in the house, you're in the house as a child, you know, all you got to say is, I'm hungry. Next thing you know, something shows up and you're eating. Right? It makes it look easy. You know, I'm cold. I need some, you know, like now we're getting cold outside. All of a sudden the jacket shows up and, you know, clothes show up. It's amazing. It makes parents look, make it look easy. Right? You know, you want some new shoes. All of a sudden, oh, these shoes hurt my feet. Next thing you know, a pair of shoes shows up. You put them on. It's just like it's magical for us as children. Like, oh, and it makes it seem easy. And then, and then as, we, as you get older, you realize that you become the parent. You're in your own home. All that stuff your parents did now is on you to do. And then you realize it's not that easy. So now you go back to what your parents have taught you, the counsel your parents have given you, right? So that you can now, from, your, from now being in your home, have the standard of God. Right? Because I'm going to tell you this. When it comes to parents... I don't know why children think this, but parents are preparing you to leave. Your, your parents got plans. I know children think, oh, they want me to stay forever. Your parents are preparing you to be out in the world. They're launching you out into the world. They got plans, right? God got plans for them, right? And so, you know, as children, you need to realize that they're not trying to come against you. They're living their life according to the standard of God, and they influence you till you live your life according to the standard of God, Right? Because, again, one day, if you, if you takes the ordinary course of life, you know, your parents is going to move on to be with the Lord transition, and then now you're going to be there. And I, I love how Minica still said, even though her father's passed on, she still hears her father's counsel. And, that, and that's, the, that's the influence of the parents. Even when you're gone, you still hear your father, your mother's counsel. All right, so Proverbs chapter 6, starting at verse number 20. Again, we're looking at this one from the perspective of a child. Here's your, here's your honor. My son, keep thy father's commandment, and forsake not the law of thy mother. For how long? Bind them continually on thy heart, 
and tie them about thy neck. I mean, this is, I like how you said it. It's not like you just keep it, but you bind it. Right? It's a continual basis. Right? So you're going to keep the Father's commandments. You're going to forsake not the law of thy mother. The law is talking about the standard of God. Right? Your parents are going to teach you the standard of God. And once you have the standard of God, you keep it. You stay with it. You do not forsake it. Forsake means you do not compromise. You know, because of whatever stage you are in your life, you're like, oh, well, you know, things are different now. We're in 2021, heading to 2022. We do things that... No, we do not compromise the standard of God because of your situation. You know, your parents, they just, oh, they don't understand it's different in our days. It's our time now. No. Right? But like we say, right, it's, 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 it's the same game, there's different players. It's the same game. The enemy adversary is real. So anyway, yeah, so forsake not the law of your, your mother. And bind them continually upon thy heart. And let them be about thy neck. And then verse 22. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. I love this. What's going to lead you? The commandments and the law that your parents taught you. When you go, it's going to lead you. I like, when do you go? When you go where? When you leave the house. And, and, and I like this question again about you know, when I leave home. And the minister can still mention it. What do you mean by leave home? Because there's different aspects of your life when you leave home. You can leave home because you go off to college. Right? But when you leave home, you don't leave the standard of God. So now I'm in college. I'm thinking, oh, I can do whatever I want to do. My parents are not with me with no more. And again, you can do whatever you want to do, but the standard of God should be in you. So you should keep the same standard of God that you had in your parents' house. You should also have that standard of God on that college dorm. See, that's what I mean by forsake not the, the law of your mother. Keep your father's instructions. Bind them continually upon their heart. Just because you're in a different location or a different place doesn't mean like, oh, now I've got to do standard. No, the standard of God is the same for you. Right? And so you're not leaving the standard of God. And they said, when thou goest, thou shalt leave thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. When thou wakest, it shall talk with thee. I like that. From day to morning to evening, it's going to talk to you. God's word, his standard is going to talk to you. So when that means when you get challenged, when you get uh, confronted about things, by doing things that are outside of the commandment of God, which is right that your parents have taught you, you know what the response to be. You should know how to respond to the challenges of life based on what your parents taught you. Right? And so be clear, because again, I'm just trying to understand the mentality that, you know, that may go on to asking this question. We think, oh, I leave home. Hey, it's now. I ain't got to, you know, I, ain't, I, ain't got, I can do whatever I want to do when in my apartment, have all this and that, have all these kind of things that I want to do. Your flesh is out of control. No. That, no. Standard of God remains the same for you. All right. And so then it says, when thou goest, verse 22 again, when thou goest, it shall leave thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. When thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light. And, and proofs of instruction are the way of life. This is the way of life that you need to keep. Is the standard of God. And that standard is what your parents have shown you, have taught you, and now you're in a position to walk in it. Apply what you learn. And I'm going to tell you that. You're talking about honoring your, your father and your mother. When your father and mother see you as a child walking in the standard of God, that makes them feel like, okay, now we've done something. You know, now, well, I mean, now, it's, now he, they got it. They understand this. You know, they, they get go move from a, a parent-pleasing relationship to a relationship where now they are standing for God for themselves. They realize this wasn't their parents' standard. This was God's standard. And they, and they embraced God's standard for themselves. And, and I love this because, again, in me and my, in my own life, I'll just make me own personal. You know, I have two grown children. 
right? And grown folks pay their bills. That's how you know you're grown. Well, I don't know if I'm grown up. Grown people pay their own bills, right? And so as parents' responsibility is, I'm going to hold you accountable for you being grown. I'm not paying your bills. I'm not paying bills for you that you won't even pay, right? That, that's part of you being grown. That's part of your learning experience, right? That's part of you growing up, right? That's part of you, you, you uh, following your, your parents' counsel and, and accepting the counsel for yourself and never compromise. And I'm always telling my sons and saying stuff to them like, hey, it's all about the standard of God. We never compromise. You know, how you live is how you live. You know, what job you have, that's, hey, that's just your way of life. You know, that's, that's, far, that's what you chose. But the standard of God, you keep that at all times. You never compromise the standard of God. Never. Right? And so, but you have to embrace that for yourself. And that's the thing when you see your children start walking in the standard of God for themselves. Right? When you ain't got to remind them to do these things. They're, they're doing it on their own. Then you see that, okay, this is taking place. Right? They're keeping God's standard. It's, it's not a parent-pleasing relationship. It is a relationship they have with God for themselves. Amen? Amen. Wow. We thank God for the counsel that we have here at Church of Living Water. Because uh, in all honesty, uh, the two of you have said it all. But uh, if you would, just bear with me just a second. As, as In all honesty, I'm going to regurgitate some of the things that have already been stated. Because, as has been said, the standard of God is the standard of God. You know, someone else comes and says, you know what? They said exactly what my parents said. Because it's the standard of God. You get some other counsel and you find out, you know, that's, that's what my parents said. That's what my mother said. Because it's the standard of God. You know, so, so, sooner or later it's going to sink in that, you know what? Maybe we all have the same spirit because we are connected by the born-again experience and actually do have the counsel of God. But the question is, does the role of the child as it pertains to their relationship with their parents change at all? Does it change at all when the child leaves the home? And again, as it was made mention, we don't know if the parent is asking, we don't know if the child is asking, but I'm going to take it from this aspect. I'm going to take it from the aspect that a child is asking. And I would love it if it were a child of this ministry who actually asked this question, because it is a good question. And we've all been children. We've all been children. Hopefully we've all left home. Sooner or later. Amen? Amen. And we, we can come back for other reasons, but, uh, you know, eventually we've got to leave home. Right? You know, that, that's part of the process. So, uh, does it change at all? And I want to tell you, the simplicity of the answer is no. But there is change that takes place. So, so follow me and, and be a little patient with me in, in this as I, as I walk into this. Because the Bible makes it very simple as pertains to the relationship between a child and their parents. Okay, I want to break it down to this one word, dependence. It breaks it down and makes it very simple. All right, you grow, first you're born and you're totally dependent upon your parents. As you grow, you become less dependent. All right? But when we talk about dependence, we're talking about your Parents are responsible to take care of you naturally and in aspects that go beyond natural. What I mean by naturally, just heard it said, um, you're hungry, they feed you. They're responsible to provide food. They're responsible to provide shelter. Uh, They're responsible to provide a place where you can lay your head. Uh, If you get sick, they're responsible to nurse you to health, provide medical care. Uh, when it comes to finances, we know, we know all about this. They provide financially. See, all, all that is naturally. But there are, there are responsibilities that go beyond natural. We'll call it home training. 
Because <laughs> anybody can pay bills for you. Uh, but someone needs to teach you how to conduct yourself, how to carry yourself, how to interact with people, how to make choices and decisions. And then paramount in the scriptures is that the parent is responsible to pass on their faith to the children. So in all of this, they are passing on the faith while the children are being dependent upon them. But as they grow, as we've already, again, I'm just regurgitating things that have already been said. As you grow, as you get older, you find yourself being less and less dependent. And, and all I'm seeing, the course of things, eventually going to move out the house. So here is the child, and again, I'm speaking to the child here. Here's your responsibility as you go from dependence to independence. Honor. Obey. It breaks it out, makes it very simple. Honor. Obey. That's your role in it. As you get provided for, honor and obey. As you get sick and somebody pays the medical bills, honor and obey. When you need money to buy what you want and you're broke and you take that money, honor and obey. As they take you to church and, and teach you, this is how we worship God, honor and obey. When they correct you, when you do the things that are contrary to the standard of God, honor and obey. That is your role. Okay? Now, as you become more independent and less dependent, your location should change. As administration just said, you know, people are making plans. You know, you are going to be their child forever. But you don't, the plan is not for you to be in their house forever. Because as long as you're in their house, then somebody's being dependent. And you should become independent. So your location compared to theirs changes, but your responsibility to honor and to obey, that doesn't change. But what does change? Okay, What changes, especially if you're going to move out the house, is your independence. All right? And with your independence, that means... You have freedoms that you didn't have when you were in the home. That means you will have opportunities that you didn't have when you were dependent in their home. That means you will have opportunity to be, have more privacy than you did when you were in their house. I don't care how you close the door. You really didn't have that privacy. You know it. And with all of that, with the freedom, with the opportunities, with the privacy, there comes temptations. We have an enemy. And then also, now with all that independence that you get, I want to make sure you understand, now you carry more of the weight of the consequences of your bad decisions. It comes with it. You want to be grown. You want to be out on your own. I know we see all the pros. We, we, we wear those rose-colored glasses, but, uh, and we find out pretty quickly. Now, the question is, do you still honor them? Yes. Yes, you still honor them. You, you know, and we won't go to that scripture, but Jesus upbraided the religious leaders of their time because they used church gifts to get out of honoring their parents. And he said, that's wrong. These are old folk. These old people, they still had parents, and they're responsible to honor their parents. And, and I like how Minister Castile broke it down. I don't know how you honor your parents, and you walk away from what they gave you. Walk away from what they taught you. 
you know, as you took all their money, as you took all of their care, as you ate everything you could out of that refrigerator, but you didn't take their counsel, you didn't take their instruction, you didn't receive their faith, no, that would be wrong. That's not honor. And don't, don't get it. You know, you can say yes, ma'am, all day. You can say yes, sir, all day. But you walk away from the things that they were passing on to you if you are so blessed to have godly parents. If you're so blessed to have godly parents. You know, there are children out there who don't have the benefit of godly parents who would long to be in your position and to receive the counsel that you get. And, and so you stay with honor. And again, as it's been made mention, let's say that you are born again Christian as a child, but your parents aren't. You still honor them. They are your parents. And as Minister Castile made mention of, well then, live the life before them that they need to see that they might see Christ in you. But you still honor them. Now I want to break down some other questions that go through or have gone through maybe my mind or other people's mind when they were children as they went from child to adult. Do you still have to obey them? After I move out the house, am I exonerated from having to do what they tell me to do? Understand this. You didn't have to do what they told you to do when you were in their home. But you had some sense. <laughs> you knew that if I don't obey, there are consequences. And I want to eat. I want to watch TV. I want to play video games. You know, I, I, so, so I'm going to obey. So, so you, I want to tell you right now, you're free. You're, free. you're a free will agent. You don't have to be out the house to not obey. But watch what happens when you don't. But, but, but if you want to change your mentality, now you're independent. And there's an amount of sheltering. I, I want to make sure you understand that there's an amount of sheltering that takes place for your bad decisions when you're in your parents' home. Okay, you know, you break something, they pay for it. You do something that, that severely impacts somebody else, they step up. And, and again, they'll, they'll tell you you have to do this in return, but, but there's an amount of sheltering. But once you get to your independence, you're out of your house and you make that poor decision, you choose not to obey them, there are consequences for not obeying, whether you're in their house or not their house, those consequences are going to start to fall more and more on your shoulders. And you're just going to have to live with it. But you're grown. And so what you want to do is, no, you don't have to obey. You never did have to obey, but it's in your best interest. You need to value their counsel. You need to value their counsel. So, so to that question, do you have to obey? Well, no, you never did have to obey, but if you had any sense, you would. Amen? Amen. Now, do they have to treat you like an adult? Um, that's right. Do you act like one? Because, no, they don't have to. It depends on your maturity. How well did you stick to their instructions? That'll tell them whether or not you're mature. And the way they treat you is probably based off of whether or not you've stuck to their instructions. If you're out the house and they still treat you like a child, check how you've been living. Again, if you haven't been following their instructions, you haven't been honoring them. And where did, what did God say? If I be a father, where's my honor? And if you're not honoring me, I need to correct you. Okay? So, here's independence. Independence means you're responsible for your own choices. That's independent. You are responsible. Let me say, you are responsible for your own choices. 
It doesn't mean you're responsible to know all the answers, though. In your independence, you can actually lean on the things that they taught you. Do you hear me? You make sure you understand. You can actually, you don't have to do something different. You can actually go back and say, you know what? Here's the counsel of my mother. Here's the counsel of my father. I'm going to lay it to heart. And I'm going to put it into action. You can. And I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, let's be real with one another. You can, be, you can play the fool. You can do your own thing. You, you know, they made it past your age. You've just entered into your age, but you know better than them. So you get a chance to do your own thing. And under their roof, maybe you were thinking, maybe you just had a parent-pleasing relationship, and you were, you were saying, I can't wait to get out from under this roof, and I can do what I want to do. But you're a fool if you do such a thing. When we read out of Proverbs, Proverbs is wisdom crying out to you, saying, don't be a fool. Lay up the instructions of your father and your mother. Lay it to your heart. All these others are fools. And as much as you want to prove your parents wrong, if they gave you the standards of God, you won't. And you can find out the hard way. Now, it's also foolish if you do your own thing. Uh, If you do, maybe you don't do your own thing, but maybe you listen to people who you shouldn't listen to. You know, there's nothing like the blind leading the blind. And and I like it. It doesn't say they may fall in a ditch. They'll end up in a ditch. <laughs> it's going to come up. They're going to fall and no one's going to be there to be able to help them up except another blind person and you're in trouble. And on top of that, let's say that, and here's, here's a part of teaching. Here's a part of training. Training is that, hey, I'm going to tell you what to do and you get a chance to go out there and do it. And part of what happens when we get trained in anything, at least for me, this is me, and maybe I'm telling myself, is you sit there and you say, okay, okay, do this and do that. Okay, okay, I got it. As long as they're there, I got it. But as soon as I leave their presence, they leave my presence, then I'm like, I thought I had it. And the benefit is that if you honor your parent, you can go to them and ask them and say, I thought I had it, I don't have it. And you know what? Then your parents are going to start seeing you in a different light. My child is starting to get it. They will start treating you more like an adult. And you consider Daniel. Daniel ended up leaving home by no choice of his own early. And I like what the Bible says. It said Daniel had purpose in his heart that he was not going to defile himself with a portion of the king's meat or with a drink. What's that saying? It's saying that Daniel got out on his own and he saw something that contradicted what his parents had passed on to him. And he was going to stick with what his parents had passed on to him. And the blessed thing about that is God gave him favor. You know, God is able to give a child favor, even when they're outside of their parents' home, when they stick to the godly counsel of their parent. You know, but are you as mature as Daniel? If you are, then they'll treat you like a Daniel. But if you're not, they're not responsible to treat you like an adult. See, they know you, and they know what they've taught you. Here's another question. Do I have to go to church? Now, if you're outside the house, guess what? You're responsible for your own choice. But make sure you understand. It goes with being grown. There are consequences. And you get to show. And I'm, I'm going to free the parents right now. You taught them the way to go. They refused to go it. 
you're free. You are free. You may not sleep well at night, but you should be at peace. That my hands are clean before God. See, you did what you were supposed to do. And now when the child gets out and they do what they want to do, contrary to what the parents, godly parents have passed on to them, there are consequences. Do not be, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. You can try to prove God wrong if you want to, but that's playing the fool. Who is going to fight against God and win? And now, if this comes into your mind, well, do I really have to go to church? Again, you have to, you have to check yourself at this point in time. Are you a believer? Does Christ really have your heart? And trust me, you can still do what you want to do. You can say, oh, I don't need to go. I don't trust these people. And Whatever the case might be, but you will eat the fruit of your choice. And when pay time comes... Consider the choices you've made in your independence and know that the curse causeless does not come. Do I have to let them in my business? And I'll say this. If you have business you can't share with your parents, you shouldn't have that business at all. Can they correct me? They should correct you because they you know we talk about marriage being a, a covenant of a lifetime well when we have a child you're our child forever <laughs> you're a child forever okay and so as long as you are the child of that parent that parent sees you doing something that needs to be corrected who else is responsible to correct you it is their responsibility to hold you accountable if they see you going in the wrong direction. Now, now I do want to say this. And if you don't take it, I'm going to free you parents as well. If they don't take it, don't provide for them. You, you see, you know, and I'm, I'll speak to the child right now. Yeah, you take their Christmas gifts, but you won't take their correction. Uh, you, don't, you don't deserve a Christmas gift. You didn't, you didn't buy me a birthday gift? Well, you haven't been taking my correction or my counsel. Mr. or Mrs. Independent. Mr. or Mrs grown you know you, you, you have all this stuff going on and I taught you I brought you up in this way and you want to do your own thing now but you still want you, you want to come and raid my refrigerator no I get the right to change my locks and not give you a key Amen. but if you walk in the ways of the standard of God and I want to say this real quick because I just love that God's standards don't change because one of the things that happens is that yeah we get out there and we do things that how do I say? I'm going to just say, yeah, now you want to get a tattoo. Now you want to get a nose ring. What, what? Why was it the standard of God to not have those things when you're in your parents' house? But now you're outside the parents' house and now you get to do these things? You, you know, you need to consider some things. You know, why are you adopting practices that were not practices that your parents allow? Now you're using your liberty as an occasion to the flesh. And why do you have to do that? Because I am being influenced more by others than I am by those God has ordained to guide me and direct me in His ways. And I want to, get all, I want to make sure I get all that out 
Because again, in my mind, and there's probably more that goes along. In my mind, this is what, what goes on in the mind of a child as they go from, hey, I've been constrained. Yeah, but you, I mean, you, you ate under being constrained. You know, we always see the cons. We don't see all the pros about it. You know, you slept. You had, you had covering. You know, when you asked for, for new shoes, you had new shoes. I need a new dress. You got a new dress. You took all that, and, but you feel, still felt constrained. And then you get out and, and you, you want to use that liberty for the wrong thing. So, all that to be said, you still honor, and you still have the same responsibility to obey. It's your choice now. It'll be your choice when you're out of the house. And again, I want to, how do I say it? It's good that you move out. But don't move out before you're ready. And if you definitely have to move out, don't forsake the counsel of your godly parents. Amen? Don't have anything else to share? No, sir. I'm good. Yeah, just one final thing. I know we, me and Martin, we kind of talk about this too. Is that just stay under the counsel of the Lord. In other words, you know, we we're going through this, these sessions and these teachings. Again, forty-five minutes. You got to stay up on it continually, right? Hear these things continually, basis, right? I mean, you know, that's just so important, right? To make sure you're in position to continue to hear the Word of God. I just want to emphasize that. It's not one session also, I got it, we're gone. No, you got to hit this thing line upon line, precept upon precept. It's a process. You got to trust the process, but you got to stay under the process in order to get the results that you want to get. Hearing and hearing. That's how faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. This has been a teaching message from Church of the Living Water at Austin. For more information about our ministry, please go to our website at livingwateraustin.net.